Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host this evening from Los Angeles, California, the one and only Maddie Goldberg. Welcome back. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because there's probably you have new viewers that are like, who the fuck is this guy? And then you got probably old viewers who are like, he's still alive? <laughs> Everybody wants it. Give me a yee. Yeah. That's for Joe, Mr. Prano, all the way in, in uh, Hawaii. He's in. Yeah, Prano, I think, is currently on a on a flight to Hawaii. Okay. So while you're surfing, yeah, hit those waves, baby. <laughs> you know, we had to do it. So yeah. Prano, like I just said, is in Hawaii. And... He said we could do it this time. We could do it this time, and 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 my my little girl is sick again. I'm sorry to hear that. So I said, yeah, thanks. So I said, let's. Uh, I was like, well, I was like, what about me and Maddie? What about just me and Maddie? Old school. Yeah, this is back in the day. A little Ruther Goldberg combo. This is going back six, seven years. You know, it's wild that like you guys were one of the first sports podcasts, and and the market of the podcast has been like oversaturated like you know i think you're one of the first and now there's like specific ones like you know your buddy justin has the bangles one like now people have team ones i mean it is everywhere it is everywhere it's and so you guys saturated. were one of the first well i don't know if we were one of the first i mean i mean we're early 2014 january was our first episode yeah but you're right i mean bar still existed then of course they had a sure. few podcasts already yeah. but like I mean, yeah, it's so specialized now. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I mean, there's probably a referees podcast. There's, you know, you, there's probably every little fucking nugget player podcast. But it's uh, now you got players doing podcasts. I mean, Kelsey podcast. Who the hell can listen to that shit? You know who listens to the Kelsey podcast? My girlfriend. Oh, I know. Is she a, is she's not a Swifty, is she? No, she's not a Swifty, but like she got she's got suckered in. Now she went yeah. she she's a grad her undergrad is University of Cincinnati, right where yeah, they okay. went. Yeah, they both went there. And and her and I watched the Kelsey documentary, documentary. on Amazon. Yeah. Did you watch it? No. I I, I will get, I'm the next one I'm gonna watch is Barry Sanders. I watched the Bob Probert one, which I'm more into like you know, the guy that fucks his life out with drugs and alcohol and beats the shit out of people. That's more of my speed. I just watched the Barry Sanders one. My girlfriend and I watched it too yeah. over the holiday. It's sure. great. Yeah, that's sort of surprising because I'm old and I go back. And when he did retire, it was shocking because he probably had four or five years left. And he was the best, you know, him and Emmett Smith at the time were the two best running backs for sure. What went through your head? I was having flashbacks. I was telling my girlfriend, right? So yeah. he retires uh, at 99. Yeah. So I'm still in high school, right? And I was telling my girlfriend, 
I was legitimately pissed because Walter Payton was a little before my time for the most part. Yeah, I, I saw him. Right, but I wanted, I really wanted Barry Sanders to break that record. So I was like, you know, he was basically one season or maybe a season in like three or four games from breaking Walter Payton's record at the time. And I was so bummed when he retired. But again, man, he doesn't fully go into it if you watch the documentary. Sure. But at the end, I don't want to, I don't want to do too many spoilers. But he's sitting there talking with his sons. He's in London. Yeah, and he's like, basically, without saying it. It was the losing, Maddie. He just couldn't, you know. He he never Barry never cared about the individual accolades. At the end no. of the day, he's like, I just want to be on a team that wins, man. And you know, like to this day, when people are assholes, I'll say to them, like, you know, when Barry Sanders scored a touchdown, he scored a lot. He just tossed the ball to the ref, and that's like, so he was, you know, he wasn't a showboat. He was when he retired. I think the consensus was the Lions are this shit organization. And it was just like the, the Lions do what the Lions do. And to have like their their greatest player just retire in his prime. It happened twice. I know. Joe and I talk about it. like yeah, it's it's crazy to think two all-time greats in their prime mm -hmm. have just said this is too much of a dumpster fire. Yeah, and I mean, I think they turned it around. I mean, I know you guys aren't the biggest Dan Campbell guy. I, I think what he did was, you know, having Ben Johnson – as the OC, I mean, he's probably going to get the next big job. So they're kind of fucked when he leaves because, you know, their offense is really good. The defense, eh, you know, but like when they lose him, that's going to be a lot of trouble because I think the reason why Dan Campbell is successful is because he probably knows he's not that smart. So he kind of puts it in the coordinator's hands and he just kind of manages everything on top. So, I mean, but it's awesome for the, for the, they've been losers for so long. It's hard not to root for them. So he started to win me over. I've shit yeah. on him so hard. I know. I know. Like I've shit on him so hard, but yeah. you just said something that's important. Yeah. He knows he's not going to be the offensive guru. No. Which we'll get to a whole thing about my And take. he's got one. And I think today Frank Wright got fired. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina right now is tampering with him because he's the hot guy, in my opinion. With Ben Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I know what you're saying. I he, Here's the thing. You want to let him in? Is he not coming in? Roscoe. Is Roscoe right. your puppy? Yeah, he's, a, he's, our, he's our old man. He's 12 uh, and a half. Um, I know. But Maddie, my life has changed so much. Since... It's great, man. It's happy <laughs> to see you like this. You know, really, it's domesticated Andy. Are you gonna Are you gonna marry, or what's the deal? Yeah, yeah, we'll get married. I'll be there if I get the invitation. I invite oh. myself. Yeah, that's her party. I'll put it together. Double dildo show. <laughs> you know, I had that Todd Marinovich when he got drafted. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a great article about him that if you look up, when he got drafted. Who drafted like, him, the Bucks? No, no, he got drafted by the Raiders. That's right, the Raiders. Yeah, and, and it was like, it was kind of like, well, Peyton Manning, like, started studying right away. And fucking Tom Rich had a double dildo show and, like, these barbecue grills that, like, I don't know, like 100 feet long. But definitely double dildo show. That's what I remember. That's hilarious. Yeah, he didn't last long. Anytime I hear Double Dildo Show, I think of yeah. uh, Requiem for a Dream. Sure, sure. When the guy goes to Jennifer Conley, he goes, Ash, 
to earth. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, that movie was so like I watched it once and it was like it fucked my head up so much that like I I it, I don't even know what happened at the end. Yeah, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I've watched it yeah. a couple times, but it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's a funny little nug on the Todd Marinovich, though. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the documentary about him, it's pretty insane. And it's oh, the thirty sad. for thirty. I've watched yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Yeah, it's insane. Well, it it goes to show when these overbearing parents, what happens Absolutely. to the kids? Yeah, don't do that to your daughter. Like no. you don't have her uh, working her muscles out for soccer or something. No, not at all. She, she's uh, it's crazy, man. So she. I took her to the pediatrician today. She's been yeah. sick. Like she's been like off and on sick. So she has a double ear infection and slight pneumonia. Wow. I know. And you're like, you know what, you know what thought hit me when I was driving home? Yeah. Cause like I hear pneumonia and maybe it's just old school. I'm like, how serious the doctor is like, scary. yeah, yeah. But he's also like, dude, this is literally just, just, just an antibiotic. So I was thinking though, like in the old days, dude, if you had a double ear infection and pneumonia, that's why kids remember how babies would die like the 1800s like that like you're dead yeah, yeah we're pretty lucky we grew up now oh 100 that's what i was Not thinking like live. she's gonna be on antibiotics for 10 days uh you can probably tell she got me sick yeah i call i always refer to daycare as the wuhan lab because it's yeah. like every goddamn virus is there and my, then my nephew's at the doctor right now he's six he's sick all the time like he goes to school he gets sick there's so many germs at school, you know. A hundred percent. Give me a yeah. second. This dog is just clawing at the door. It's all right. Reminds me of all times with me. All right, I'm Maddie G. How you guys doing? I can't really read the chat. Hold on, let me see if there's a chat. Nah, I'll wait. I'll wait. Rock. Unbelievable. They like to play games, man. They know what. They know exactly what's going on. So they like to fuck with you. A hundred percent. What's the dog situation like? Uh, I'm taking care of two right now, but they are well behaved. So I moved. So I just kind of dog sit. And, you know, remember that three-legged dog that was a pain in the ass? Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, or she passed away. So, like, you know, I kind of it, – it's pretty mellow right here at the, at the Goldberg compound. Uh, just uh, playing poker today, watching football. Uh just gonna try and make beef and broccoli for dinner tonight while I watch. The <laughs> Very simple man, I am. I might so order food though. So you're telling me nothing's changed, really? Nothing, bro. I'm gonna die like this. You like? You're like, what do you drink? I'm like Coca-Cola, and you're like, man, you haven't quit that shit. I'm like, I'm gonna ride or die Coca-Cola until I die. That's my vice, baby. When are we gonna get Maddie G in the Coca-Cola commercial, dude? Fuck Pepsi. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Like, you know how crazy I am. Before I go to Vegas, there's a map on, on, on Google which hotels have Coke and Pepsi. And that's where I decide to stay. That's pretty fucking dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. I was I was going through – I think I was texting you. I was going yeah. through – you can do the archive on Instagram stories. Sure. And I was looking through, like, you and I and our trips to Vegas. Oh, my God. And I'll show my girlfriend, Brittany, and, and I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And she was just looking at me kind of like, because you know how it's it's like you and I had the most tame Vegas, but it was so funny. Maddie, some of these videos 
we are so stoned and we're I just know. sitting in the hotel room. Yeah. And I was laughing. That's reminiscing. Uh, that what I remember most is you saying, you got a fucking dart in your neck <laughs> from the movie. Uh, Old school. It? Old school. Yeah. To just be like, you got a fucking dart in your neck. I have that. I, uh, for your, your, when is your thousandth episode? It's December 16th, or we're recording okay. it December 16th. Okay. It's, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. It, it works out. It's actually going to drop on Christmas Day. Wow. That's a Monday. Merry like, Christmas it, to all the dirt balls. I know. It just so happened it's going to drop that day. It's pretty nuts, man. You have a list? Do you want to do your list? I made a top eight list. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I did it. I uh, You want me to go through it real fast before we get into football? Yeah, man. Take your time. There's no rush. Okay, hold on. So this right. is your top eight list of dirty sports moments? Yeah, this is like for the thousandth episode. There's been a lot of like funny ass shit that's gone down. So uh the first <laughs> one is not so funny. It's just more of like good memories. But doing the dent report with you was a lot of a lot of fun. We had a blast doing it because we just talked about life. We didn't really talk about sports. Uh we both have head injuries. So, like, it was a pleasure to do. I think we did it for, like, a year or so. So that's number eight. Uh, number seven. Re- re- hold on, real quick, real quick. Yeah. I had a funny Dent Report memory. Sure. Uh, I was thinking the other day. I was laughing. Yeah. We were at your house, uh, at your sister's. Yep. And I believe, was it season Was it season two or season three of The Path? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, probably two. Or, I don't know. Well, anyway, it was, it was, like, it was like a cast – party oh yeah Aaron Paul was there yeah yeah it was like a cast party yeah. you know it was like 20 25 people oh yeah I did something stupid I and we were gonna watch <laughs> so so your sister's gonna play like the first episode of the new, new season, season. Yeah. and the cast is there yeah and me and your dumbasses are there yeah and uh Aaron Paul comes up to you there's you know your sister had ordered all this pizza yeah and everybody's just hanging out and Aaron Paul coming up to you and you're telling Aaron that you had a line in the season and he's literally patting you on the head. Like you're retarded. It was a charity line. Yeah. I had three lines. I remember but, Joe got the whole let many path thing and it was fun. I mean, it was, uh, I played a cult member and, uh, I get a check to this day for like 30 bucks every few months, sometimes like $50. I mean, I don't know why they give these dumb checks. Like, you, literally, people get like sixty-eight cents. I know the residuals are weird. Such a waste of fucking. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Before, so everybody is in the living room. Yeah. And the TV's on, and again, it's the cast of oh, yeah, the show. Yeah. And your sister's like, "Dude, how do we get this going?" And Maddie has the remote in front of everybody. He's like, "We gonna put on some porn." <laughs> I think I started doing like uh, some chant, like a like fly eagles fly or something stupid. I forget what I did. It was something really dumb that I was just screaming. You were stoned. Yeah, I was embarrassing myself. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, so number eight, you have the Dent Report. Yeah, so seven is the the Dodger Cubs game we got, and the infamous uh, uh, guy heckling John Jay, which I'll never forget because it was the worst heckles. It was just like. Hey, John Jay, you like, hey, hey, John Jay, you can't play. For three fucking hours, this guy kept saying the worst, like, rhymes to his name. Hey, John Jay, you can't stay. You can't, Remember that guy? 
Yeah, so I, I remember that. So that was Memorial Weekend. Yeah. It was it was Memorial Weekend. It was Cubs, Dodgers, Dodgers. And that was actually the first time I sat in the bleacher seats ever at Dodger Stadium. And I don't know if you remember this, Maddie. Yeah. We 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 smoked and then we had edibles at your place before we went to the game. Yeah, we were high. Do you remember? Do you remember how stoned I? Do you remember I did? And I've never yeah, your done. Your eyes this. are all fucked up. No, but I've never done this since. We got there for first pitch. Yeah. I did not leave my seat. I loaded up on like hot dogs and nachos. You know, I had the munchies and shit. That's right. You didn't. You didn't move. I didn't move. And I remember at yeah. one point, Maddie looks at me and he goes, "Dude, it's the eighth inning. Yeah. You have not even left your seat. No." I, I sat through an entire baseball And those game. seats are tough because the sun hits right on you. They're like the worst <laughs> seats at Dodger Stand. Because if, you, if you're there in the summertime in the day, holy shit, it's bad. But I, I, I'll never forget that heckler. And we were just like, this guy is just, he just wouldn't shut up. Good day, John, John Jay, John Jay. Yeah, he goes, John Jay, you can't hey, play. Hey, John Jay, why don't you stay? Hey, John Jay, you're kind of gay. And, and like, it was... <laughs> I, and then later, I'm, I'm a big, like, uh, do you ever watch the Cocaine Cowboys documentaries? Yeah, they're great. So then I learned that one of the, they had one about, like, these speedboat guys that were big drug mules in the 80s in Miami. Yeah, Their main it. guy was John Jay's father. Yeah, yeah. John Jay's dad was involved in the tar- cartel. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty wild. And I just was like, John Jay. So number six is meeting the dirt balls. Like, it's cool to meet them in person. It's. They're 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 a wild eclectic bunch. I was in AC one time, and this guy just came up to me. He's like, "Hey, Matty Goldberg from Dirty Sports." I had a kid hit me up. He grew up like right near me, and he's like, "Oh, maybe you know my cousin." I had the biggest crush on this dude's cousin in high school. Never got with her. Called her a few times. You know, I I was like, this was back in the rotary phone days where you call and I would hang up like, yeah, and shit. But that it was always, I mean, I'll, I'll shout out two guys I still talk to, Rob Eckert and, and Lagoy in uh, upstate New York. Bill's Dol- uh, Bill's Broncos fans love those guys. We still talk. Uh, good dudes. And, uh, you know, I, I remember like guys that are probably long gone, like Nick the Nick guy. Is he still alive? Remember him? <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, he was a kid. Matt, remember Matt Costello? He's gone. Remember him? Dude, all these guys. Nick the Nick guy was like a serial I think killer. he came to uh, Dirtball State or something with you guys. He did. Yeah. You yeah, love was... the video with Nick the Nick guy. Oh, he just looks so State. out of it, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that all, all the all the guys are really cool. I mean, it's it's like it's a tough show. Like the first time I did it, you know, there's a lot of people that were like, fuck this guy. And then they kind of grow on you. And there's some guys that did it once that like, was just hated forever that Joe Bartnick. Yeah. And I like Joe. I see him from time to time. And I like, like Joe too. Yeah. He just didn't really fit in. Cause he was just like, you know, the Steelers in the seventies was real fucking football. <laughs> These quarterbacks wear panties. And it's just like, okay. You know. Hey, can I play a call real quick? Actually, sure. now that you bring up the dirt balls. Yeah. This is great memories. So you're at number six. I want to share some great memories. This is B Indigo. Oh yeah. I love B. So I'm gonna play a call. This is B Indigo. Hey Joe, it's your boy. No, that's that's not it. Oh, did I, did I load the wrong one? Hold on. I'm here. 
Oh man, I gotta find it. You know, be the indigo. I'm not gonna give you any surprises, but he's part of. He's number. He's part. He was a. He was there with my number two memory. I so, know, and that and that. Damn, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find this. That's what that. Uh, that's what that's about. Him calling. He remembers. Um, he remembers. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay, just go through it. Sorry, I'm gonna have to download no that again. Okay, so episode. number five is a sad day. I got to talk about this. March 10th, 2022 is like a day that I'll never fucking forget because I did dirty sports with you. And then we went to the ducks game, which was the, uh, I should say March 10th, 2020, which was the last sporting event when COVID closed everything down. So when we got there, they were kind of like, does the NCAA tournament going to happen? It was kind of up in the air. We were like, let them play. And then when we got there, we heard that Rudy Gobert got COVID and then Tom Hanks got COVID. And we didn't know shit about it. So we're like, oh, my God, these people are going to die. And I I'm going to was- correct. Can I correct you real quick? Sure. It was March the 11th, actually. Okay, March 11th. My bad. All good. It was a Wednesday. Yeah. So it was a, it was a crazy night. You wore a hazmat suit, which you say you sometimes regret, but I think it was pretty funny. Yeah, that, and, that video is not on, not on and YouTube like, anymore. Yeah, and literally – this was the last day before they shut down sports. And I remember being like panicking there because we're in a, we don't, we don't know anything about COVID. We're in this giant arena. We're around a bunch of people. And I remember taking a piss and some dumb hockey fan was like, cause the NBA canceled their season like during the game. Well, they, they paused it. Yeah. They, they paused it. it. Yeah. So this guy in the bathroom is like, the NBA are a bunch of pussies. Hockey's going to have a longer season. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, it's all dumb, brother. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah, that's crazy. I forgot. It was me, you, and Magid. Yeah. No, it wasn't Magid. It was the uh, really nice kid that used to do your videos. I think he got a job. I, oh, man. Nick D'Alessandro. Yeah, but Magid yeah, was there, too. Yeah, great guy. Sorry, was Magid for- there, too? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was, he was like, there. Oh, the best thing about Magic is he's always like a little late with things. So we all know everything that happened. You know, like we know we heard about Rudy Gobert, we heard about Tom Hanks, and then like in the second pair, he's like, Did you guys hear about Rudy Gobert? And it's like that's everybody's fucking talking about it, man. Like you're a little late to the show, brother. But like, you know, there was like a little fear, like you're like, what the fuck is gonna happen? And yeah. It was it was a wild day. That was wild. Yeah. Um. Shit. Sorry. I should have. I love Maddie's top eight. By the way. Okay. This is, Number this four. What? This is a really interesting one. The legend of Spunky. Ah, Spunky. See, not many, not many of your new viewers know it, but I'll just give you a, a basic breakdown. Uh. You were working for Lance Bass. You got some crossover fans. And yeah. there was a girl. It was very. It was a woman. She was very attractive. And her name was Spunky. And she said she lived in like Westchester, New York. And she was yeah. super rich. And all that she would like flirt with all the dirt balls. And it would always be like send nudes, send nudes. And she would flirt <laughs> with them. And I, I actually believed everything she fucking said. And she would... She said, like, that she married a Italian doctor, and the first date, he took her to Rome on a, on a private jet. Uh, she had the Jonas Brothers play at her house. And, like, she was all in the dirtball world for some reason. And somehow you guys figured out 
No, you know who exposed her? Uh, is it your buddy uh, in Minnesota, right? It's A. Millie. Oh, A. Millie figured it out. Do you know what A. Millie did? It's one of the most brilliant things ever, which yeah. I've done to try it's to expose. Picture, somebody, right? Yeah. Say, just hold up a picture or take a picture holding up a spoon. Yeah. And she wouldn't do it. <laughs> and then we realized spunky. But here's what was crazy about the spunky thing. Yeah. She wasn't just exposed on our show. She was then exposed on Lance Bass's show. So then I had to take that to to his radio show at the time we were on Sirius XM. And that was a huge revelation because she was so involved with that show. Dude, she used to call into that show. So what we learned was she was like a fat Puerto Rican chick. <laughs> you know, when I finally saw her real Twitter, because you guys revealed what her real Twitter, I couldn't stop looking at it because it was so depressing. So she, was depressing. Like, she was asking for like $10. She worked at a grocery store and it was just, she certainly didn't look like she, she, who she was. And as soon as you guys revealed it, like she blocked everybody on everything. Everybody, by the way, I have her number. I just looked at my phone. I I have a number in my phone, Spunky, because she claimed, and again, like I didn't know what was going on. She claimed she could book me for a private comedy show. Oh my goodness. At her like place in the Hamptons or some bullshit. Yeah, she had these crazy stories, and I was always like, I, I look, I was dumb and I believed it, but I was always like, if she's doing so well and she's married to this Italian guy, why is she flirting with all these like dirt balls and hanging out on Periscope with everybody and like kind of like you know being part of this world? Like, it it it, it didn't add up, but I I somehow was duped. I I gotta say, like I. I believed in the spunky story and I, I'm a fool for that. I want, I'm going to put out a request to the dirt balls. Anybody who's listening, especially yeah. you, a Millie, can you send me her Twitter? I, I need, it's I need embarrassing. To, I know, but I need to do an update on spunky. I called, I, I, I was kind of like when Matt, Matt Costello used to always be like, you know, like he used to flirt with her. I'm like, dude, I got a revelation for you. And I told him about it. And like, he was like, holy fuck like he was like it was like the crying game it, it was that intense because all these guys were so in love with her and like her pictures were great but then when you looked at her pictures you realized there was like some sort of coding you know like the artificial coding in the pictures but let me ask you this yeah i don't think we ever figured out he was obviously she's obviously catfish which yeah. woman, which attractive woman in, the, in that woman's family is she impersonating? No idea. Not only that, she made other attractive women. She had friends. Oh, that's she, right. It was a whole web. too. She had like three friends that were like getting into the world too. She, she was like in the early catfish days. Like, yeah, I don't think catfishing was as big. Dude, this is like 2015. I don't think catfishing was as big back then. No, and now it's kind of like so frowned upon that you have to be a real sociopath to do it. But yeah. I, I, I thought about it and I was like, but hey, like her life is pretty sad. Like, it's pretty cool to have this fake life and and have people believe it. You know, like she's obviously a mess, and it's oh, it's yeah. fun to think that your husband is this Italian surgeon that like takes you to like steakhouses every night and takes you on these crazy <laughs> vacations. I mean, it was the biggest craziest lies ever. But like, she was part of the dirtball universe for a good like three months until. Like you guys cracked the code and again, that's all a milli man. Okay. So that's number four. Yeah. So number three is 
Oh, okay. This was a tough one. He who cannot be named. Uh, and I gotta talk about him. I'm not gonna not. For sure. I'm not gonna throw shade at him because he's a little. You know, he's he's an interesting guy, but his saga on dirty sports is like. Next Let's just step. say his name. We can say his name for this. Poop sock. Yeah. So he came. He was at the baseball game too, and he actually. I had him crash at my house, and it was odd because. He, he did not say a word to me. Like he just looked at his phone and he just, and then we drove to your place. And then he just, his whole idea was to just like trash me and you and like go after us personally and attack us. And I remember one of his lines that made no sense. He's like, I pay for your mom's salary, dude. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And he was like, you know, he was this caller you had that he lived up in Buffalo and he would, pooping socks and throwing it like Burger King and he showed videos of it. So it, it's, it's, it was McDonald's, but that's all right. Yeah. Okay. McDonald's. I'm a little off, but um, what a character, man. Like just like it was like something about dirty sports that you would attract these interesting characters to show the love to be like, Hey, this is what I do. And you know, he was a very controversial guy cause he was either hated or loved. Like half your audience is like, fuck this guy and half the audience is like this guy is like a god you know yeah he was totally polarizing yeah he for sure he for sure was yeah i remember too he'd do these periscopes and he would swim in this like river and where he lived and it looked disgusting it looked like <laughs> just sewer and we used to call it the shit sock river and uh oh man i hope That's he doesn't kill me well, I said this recently on an episode. He actually left a call. He left. He he called me. Didn't he show up at your house? Yeah, he showed up at my house for the pitch. That was pretty yeah. funny when we did the op opening pitch for the Reds game. Yeah. My, my mom woke me up and was like, hey, there's, there's some car parked in front of our street with New York plates. And there's like kids outside in a tent. Oh, my God. Hey, I, I have a quick clip. Let's see if there's sure. a play of him. He's basically about to cry. This is when he was on the show. I actually had to save somewhere on my computer. Was I this on is, that one? Or was yeah, this? this is the epic episode. Yeah. I mean, this is a wild episode. I mean, he just goes, he just wants to like rip on, he ripped on you harder than me, which I'm surprised, but it was just, yeah. it, was a, it was a dick move because you guys, you, you had a lot of dirt balls that loved you guys. And he got like to stay with you guys. You guys took him to a baseball game. You guys took him to a bar. And then his way of, of thanking you was like, and you put him on the show. And the way of thanking you was like, you fucking this, you're this, you're this. I was just like, whoa. Yeah, he was crazy. This is yeah. uh, this is dated May 31st. Yeah, which would have been Memorial Day weekend, 2017. And I, I pulled this clip because he's going on a rant how he's so much better than us. But you can see, I'm not a psychologist, but you can hear in the voice, he's on the verge of tears. Yeah, he's hurting bad. Because he's projecting. Yeah. And, and I think I have it here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it if if this is uh what I think it is. This could be funny. Okay. 
actually believe you're smarter than me? Would you believe that I didn't go to college so I can spend three years getting paid in Hawaii? Would you realize that I'm going to get a better education spending those three years in Hawaii? Would you realize that I'm making more money than you spending those three years in Hawaii that you are living in this shitty apartment in California? You think I'm joking this whole time? Guess what? I've had a great time my whole life. I've made it a joke. And guess what? That joke? That joke is already a better life than you've lived your whole life. You're how old? You said it earlier. You're how old and I've already lived a better life. God forbid I can kill myself right now and live a better life than you. Oh, but wait, we're still joking? You think it's funny? What is th- funny about this? I think it's hilarious that you think you grew up in Buffalo that I live next to the You beach. lived in the asshole of America. If people wanted to fucking actually kill people, and you want to know what the real Rikers Island was? Cincinnati. That's where you lived. That's where you lived. Keep going. Keep naming places that no one gives a you fuck know- about. You live to get in a gated community in fucking asshole of America. I guess what? Guess what I did for fun? I went and got. I, I went and had fun. I went and talked to girls. That's what the girls were like in you. Two fridges. You still think it's a joke? You think I'm joking right now? I am going to spend the next three years of my life, no matter what you say, in the next two minutes in Hawaii, getting the money that Joanne and Walt spent at the casinos in my paycheck. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Period. And I can say where I'm going. I'm going to South Korea. Then I'm going to Japan. And you're paying for that whole the whole time. And wait, keep going. Wait, wait, wait. Now defend yourself, and then I'll keep going. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a broken person. Don't you agree? Like he's on the verge of tears. Yeah, he's projecting, and he's a he was a broken person. And I think, uh, you know, it was a big moment to get on the show, and uh, I mean, he delivered. I'll tell you that. I mean, not like he didn't make himself look ex- exactly good, but as far as like uh, bringing the the juice, he certainly brought the juice. Even though, like, it was kind of I, I was bummed at the time because it was like. You guys gave him a great weekend, and then his whole idea was like, "I'm gonna shit on the guy that gave me this really good weekend," and that that's on him. But like, I hope he's doing well. Uh, Do you enjoy the shenanigans? And uh, I hope you're doing good there, poop sock. I uh, I've actually George never put I, I've never played that clip. I, I I pulled it. I remember when that happened yeah. during the episode. I remember being like, "I gotta pull." We probably this clip. were shocked, right? No, I didn't. Dude, he's a child. But, but wasn't like, it like, weird? Like, 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 I'll admit though, I'll admit he he did get under my blood. Let's not or let's not forget. I did threaten yeah. to fuck him up. Like, like I reached my point that episode. If you go back and listen, sure. I literally put down the mic and I confront him. I'm like, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Like, like I definitely was ready to fuck him up because I mean you can just hear it in there. It's like, dude, you're shitting on me. And I'm like. There's a hundred kids. Forget that. There's five hundred kids that wish they had that kind of weekend, and would have not literally, but figuratively sucked your, you know what? Because it was like, wow, man, you took me to a baseball game, you took me to a bar, a bar. I got to be on the show. I mean, that's pretty goddamn. Like that's like the dream weekend of dirty sports. And he got that, and then he goes on the show, and he just like shits on you. Crazy. He left me a voicemail a few years ago, like apologizing. Yeah. I think he had learned my parents had passed. Yeah, that's nice. And I think he felt bad. Yeah. He left it from South Korea. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like, like, dude, your definition of like, you need psychiatric help. Sure. Like you do. Yeah. Okay. So that was number four. That was number three. Number three. So number two is. Will be the indigo was probably referencing 
We had a Super Bowl party. It was the I had one for the Falcons, Patriots. My boy Tom Brady doing goat things. Um, and we do the episode, and my girlfriend at the time had a couple of her friends over. <laughs> and next thing we know, we hear like, <sighs> and from what I know, uh, they were doing conolingus in my bathroom. It was two girls. Yeah, so two girls were going at it in the bathroom. And, like, like Joe's a pretty stoic stoic guy, and he's pretty calm and controlled. But I saw his face, and he was, like, old. Like, we were all, like, a little turned on, I got to say. You know, like, it was was pretty hot, if you ask me. Like, it was, like, it was bizarre. It was hard to focus. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. Because it was loud as fuck. We knew what was going on, and you're like, what do you do? And we had like five or six guys there. Like, Be the Indigo was there. A couple other guys were there. And uh, we all were just like, it was like, you ever see American Pie 2 with that stupid scene where the lesbians are like doing stuff and they're on the walkie-talkies? It was kind of like that. I don't mean to reference American Pie 2, but. That's the only thing I can think of, but it was, it was a wild moment. It was very interesting. That was, uh, that was definitely, well, that was wild because you had a, maybe it was the Eagles. No, it was the Eagles Patriots. My bad. Yeah. I think it was the Eagles Patriots, but what was so crazy about that was that also was the first time you invited dirt balls to your Super Bowl party. Sure. Yeah, there was like random ones. Uh, there was who's the guy that lives in the OC? Hispanic dude that loved you guys. I don't know. I God, I, I, he's gonna Jesus. Jesus, yeah, he was great. He didn't live in the AC, but yeah, Jesus, Jesus is great. I think I, I think I, I had actually, a kid from Morgan. Morgan came from like Oregon. A dude came from Oregon. Morgan Grimmett, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the kid who plays video games, shit, man, from Minnesota. He's gonna hate me too. That I forgot his name. He's a nice kid. Padoti. Um, I got into it with yeah, him. Padoti. Yeah, Padoti. Yes, he was I got there. into it with him in the hot tub. Yeah, he did. Um, but it was a rocking party. There were some drunk dudes. There were some, you know. And then like we we did the podcast later, and then that's when the whole, uh, I guess, licking went on. And it was loud, and it was uh, it was pretty hot because one of the girls was was really attractive. So yeah, we were trying to do a podcast and these two girls were hooking up and it was just yeah. I, I here let me see. Let me see if this is the call. Let me see if I found it. Yo, yo, what's up with it? Um it's B again. Um I know everybody was talking about some of their favorite memories or whatever from the podcast. You know, I've been fucking with y'all for years. I don't even remember what year I started listening to y'all, but some of my favorite memories is like it's it's a lot of them, but some of them, man. Like, yeah, Joe Rance be giving me weak. The Kobe shot challenge was crazy, and like I miss when Joe used to like <laughs> say Andy, like he got his brain damaged because he was uh, screaming the N word downtown. <laughs> she used to That's give me weak, man. right? <laughs> and uh, shit, man, bro. Like, what the hell was one more thing? Oh, and when we. When the Eagles won that Super Bowl, that was, that was a shit. That was shitty, but man, it was so funny when them lesbians was going at it, like while we was recording. Like that shit was crazy. I'll never forget that night in that nice ass house. That was a cool ass. That was a cool ass. I never 
thought I experienced no shit like that up in LA. So shout out to y'all. So that's like what, like the you go to LA and you're like you go to a party and then there's lesbians licking each other in the bathroom, like that's like would be in a movie or something. But it happened and it was loud and it was hot. I'll be the first to say. I, I want to get to the Bob. Fredo took that girl home. You think he hooked up with her? Yeah, well, the funniest thing about that was he was going to give Matt Pedotti a ride. And she's like, I need a ride. And he's like, Matt, find your own ride. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I was always wondering. I was like, I was like, man, this girl just hooked up with another chick. She's horny. Fredo's giving oh, yeah, a ride. She, Hold on. Yeah. I wonder if my ex hooked up with them, too. Probably. I don't know. But she was acting like she didn't. But I don't know. Who knows? But I wouldn't have cared. But uh, that's a, that, that's a great story. So, so that's number two. That's a good one yeah. for dirty sports history. What's number yeah. one? Well, number one is going to Vegas with you. I mean, those trips were like, you know, we did it a couple years in a row for March Madness. We went one weekend for NFL, but we had a tradition. Like we'd hit this bar in Barstow, which is halfway from LA to Vegas. We hit the the Fat Burger, and Middle then desert. Uh, yeah. We would just talk, and you had like the same mixtape. So I have like some of the songs still in my head. And uh, we, you had your buddies from St. Louis, and they were they were great. They were some interesting cats. And we would just gamble, and we go. We stayed at the uh, South Point, which they would open these giant banquet rooms of like a thousand people of just degenerate gamblers, and it was like heaven. It was like fucking great. If you love basketball, you love gambling. Uh, it was it was a wild time, and we we would get really high, and that's when you had the the fucking dart in your neck thing. And I remember playing poker and just seeing you like wander around the casino high with a backpack on, and you're just like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, that's my so friend, because everybody's so like, what bad. the fuck is wrong with that guy? I'm like, that's my buddy. <laughs> Dude, I was walking around the casino for hours with yes. this yellow backpack on. Yeah. Not gambling, just nope. stoned out of my gourd. Yeah, and I also, I also always will never forget. First of all, I'd love to do that again. I got to hit up my buddy yeah. Jesse. Yeah, guys, if you've ever seen these rooms, literally thousands of people in these, uh, in these like banquet rooms, guys are so lazy. No lie, they people come in with massage chairs. Yep, and guys. And then gambling all day, sitting at tables. What's the ratio up, men to women? Dude, it's like 99% men. The only women there were the massage women and the women working the the gant like the uh taking the bets. Or like the or like the, the uh the beer women. Remember the guys ordered like those like sexy girls to come in and like just like touch them and stuff? I think those were those were those were uh escorts, Pros. man. Yeah, it was yeah, those, those were professionals. And guys had shirts. It was like I remember shirts like "Good, good teams win, great teams cover." Are like make, <laughs> make, uh, make uh, covering great again or something stupid like that. It was all about gambling. But there was one. Remember, we you guys still use the word cheddar dick? Yeah, I use it. Remember the guy that wore the full Wisconsin basketball uniform? Oh my god! Yeah. Total cheddar dick. Yeah. We would we would get so stoned, and then 
at like your night, buddies were throwing like five hundred to a grand on a game, and it was yeah, like, they, they were they were putting some some serious money down, and, and they're so intense. It's like as soon as they they give you the halftime lines, they're right. Like they have to bet on everything. People are sprinting up to the yeah. book that. Yeah, th- those times were pretty insane, and you and I would stay up. Like I said, I've looked at these old archives. Dude, sure. it's like 3, 4 a.m., and you and I are just so stoned in the hotel room. And you know me. like I, I am like your classic munchy guy when I get high, and I would just eat and eat and eat. And no, you, no, I, you, there's, I, I, there's a video where you're bitching. You go, God, Ruth, your fucking farts are terrible. Yeah, you, yeah, you were you were passing a lot of wind like one night. It was uh, and then the first night, like I, the first time I went, I had to stay somewhere else. So I got like the worst hotel in Vegas. Like it you was were like a Howard Johnson, weren't you? It was the scariest, like the worst <laughs> neighborhood. It, it, it's I was freaking. It was pretty bad. It's like where you either get hookers or drugs. But like for twenty bucks a night, you know. But I, it was always a blast. It was so much fun. Your 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 friends are really a lot of fun. Like we had a really cool table, and it was just like twelve hours of watching basketball and eating steak and shake. I remember eating steak and shake every day. Like, a, oh like, man, and I, and those bathrooms, the bathrooms by the banquet halls. Were oh my so, god, so the sounds. So many it's just many and hot dogs and pretzels, <laughs> pretzels and, just, and pizza and yeah. just dropping bombs in the bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so gross. I mean, they would applaud too. Like I remember when uh, we were there, when um, Virginia lost, they were the number one seed. They lost the university of Maryland, Baltimore County there. Yeah. And people like got up and like gave it a standing ovation. <laughs> like they're at the, like the opera or something. It was, uh, you know, <laughs> There was moments I questioned my life too, because I remember like being in line for like a bet at like eight thirty in the morning, and you're like, you see these lifers, and they're, and I'm like, this is my future, man. Like I'm, this is me, man. It's kind of scary. Yeah, we'll have to do that again. That's I'll tell you what. One of the things I miss most about living in LA is getting to Vegas. Yeah, little hop in the car and drive to Vegas. I remember one thing you always used to say: we we drive in the desert, and you'd be like. Do you know how many dead bodies are probably buried in here? <laughs> I always, you know, I've done I've done the Vegas to LA drive, right? So you yeah. figure I lived in Vegas for two years, then I moved to LA. So you figure I've probably done the LA to Vegas drive, I don't know, 30, if not more times. I always sure. think about that. I'm like, how many dead bodies are in this desert? Yeah, probably a lot, man. Those are good, See, those are good, crazy. those are good memories, Maddie. Yeah, so that's it. Like, but like, you know, just being on the show, and I thank Joe and it's great to meet Tug. Tug is great, and Lazarus. All you guys. It's it, it's like I'm. I feel like I'm a little part of it. Like I'm a part of history, and I'm fortunate I won't be there. Are. But it, you guys, I'm so happy for you, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of it, and happy to fill in. And there's like you know there were some really great moments from Dirty Sports for sure. Well, let's let's pivot to Foot- current football. events with a little football. Yeah. Sure. And those are those are. Thanks for sharing that. Those are all great stories. Thanks, man. I want to I want to ask you a question first to start. I want to talk yeah. since you're a diehard Patriots guy. Sure. Like, what do you think the future is for the New England Patriots and for Bill Belichick? I think he's gone, and I think 
somebody will foolishly hire him, like the Chargers or the, the foolishly. You think he's done? He's think old, he's man. I, I, I'm, I'm a big like we were talking before the show. I'm a big quarterback guy, and I always was like it was Brady, and um, but, you know, but like that's... look, he, 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 he'll go to a team that obviously has a chance to win, like the Chargers or the Bills, possibly. But I don't know much how much of an upgrade he's really going to be. I think Washington is a very bad spot because I, I think that team needs a lot of work. But, like, for the Patriots, um, you know, the fans are very spoiled. They got 20 years of, in, of, like, incredible shit, and now they're living like most teams live. Like, this is – yeah, most of the NFL deal with bad teams, a mess of a quarterback situation, and it's just, uh, you know, this is like – if you're a Patriot fan, you're crying, it's like – Dude, you had it good for teams would kill. You don't think the Browns fans would kill to have what you guys had or a quarter of what you had? We'll never see an era like that ever. No. I don't think we will. So, I mean, it's just a bad thing, and they could get lucky if they get a good draft pick and they get the right quarterback. There's a couple good guys coming out. I think they should draft a quarterback. But uh, I do think it would be nice to have a change. I I, do. Like, I look at, like, even Robert Sala, the Jets. Like, as bad as Zach Wilson played, every week he'd go on the podium and, and say nice things about him. And that helps a little. And, like, Belichick never says anything nice about Mac Jones. Not that he's played good, but there's there's just little things you do to keep it positive, to, to give a guy assurance that he's your guy. I mean, there's really no assurance, you know, and it's a tough spot. I don't believe Mac Jones is that good, but he isn't a. It, it, the, the odds are stacked against him. They really are. Well, I don't think Bill Belichick is washed. I don't agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, he's got the pedigree. Obviously, he's got the accolades. I don't think you just yeah. suddenly lose it as a coach, right? If he well, went to the I, Chargers, right, yeah. which is what I want, and he has sure. a quarterback, yeah, I think he can turn that defense around, like. Why? See, I I think what I I think the opposite. What tells me that he couldn't? Because he ha, he has the resume that says that he would. Why wouldn't well, he turn? We'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see. But you, you know, I was you know just thinking of like the show today. I was gonna go into like how a, a bad <laughs> coach in the NFL has an, a really good quarterback and a bad record. So we we obviously know Staley's a bad coach. Because he's got a really good quarterback, and not many teams have a quarterback, and they have a, a bad losing record. They played really bad last night. Uh, they're underachieving, and so yeah, I mean, a quarterback definitely is like a situation where you want to go to as a coach. But you know, I don't know if if Belichick's way works anymore. I, I really don't know. I don't. I I can't really say it. Maybe that's I'm I'm being really disrespectful to him, but. No, I, I look. Obviously, that's your opinion. I, I think this yeah. much, though. I think, I think the respect that he has because of what he's done. Sure. I know what you're saying about like his way. That's not kind of how coaches run things. Yeah. The guys are more player friendly, but I think anywhere he would go, he brings that of like, dude, I'm Bill Belichick. I have the most rings of any coach ever. Yeah. You know, I have all these wins. 
he's going to bring that level of respect to his team. So I mean, that, go ahead. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like you take a team like Buffalo or San Diego who have a quarterback and you're like, can he get him over the hump? Like I'm all for getting rid of Sean McDermott. I think he needs to go. They, yeah. they, they have a, a stud quarterback. They have a lot of talent. They're underachieving. They lose to a lot of bad teams. They have too many stupid penalties. They can't finish games. So if you bring in a Belichick, you're like, okay, he's going to fix that. And I think he's got a good shot. I, I, I think, you know, San Diego is a good spot for him, but I probably think Buffalo is the best spot for I don't him think to try to San Diego. Prove. That's great. Oh, yeah, LA, my bad. I'm I still, it's so hard to think to the LA I know. I know, it's weird. So yeah. it sounds to me like you don't think, you think the Bills, let me ask you this. Yeah. Josh Allen, I was so big on, like, my thing of Josh Allen is, did you turn the ball over too much, man? And but like the, you, but you, you, you get a you get a coach that can fix that. I mean I I mean I think Sean Payton has fixed Russell Wilson in the sense of the turnovers are way down, the playing hero ball is way down, and it took a few games. So it's like if you get the right guy in there, you can fix him. And the last two games with the the new offensive coordinator, they're much better. And I like Joe yeah. Brady a lot as the OC. So you see the improvement. Like he didn't lose the game yesterday. He did all he could do yesterday. It's just they find ways to lose, and and like yeah. it goes back to nine seconds versus the Chiefs. Like, how do you f- fuck that up? I know Pat Mahomes is special, but come on. And, and these are games they they lose, and it's like, all right, let's bring in somebody else to fix that. And I think that's probably Belichick's best spot. But hey, maybe L.A. Chargers will offer him a lot of shit, and he'll go there. But so you alluded to, I think Sean he's done Payton. doing that. Yeah. You lose to Sean Payton, and I, and I wanted Great. to talk to you about that. Yeah. The Broncos have now won five in a row. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's doing things I he did in, in Seattle where he's not being asked to do too much. No. He hasn't thrown an interception, I believe, in all five of those wins. Yeah. So it's like he's got a 20-touchdown to four-interception ratio. He's only 21st in the league in passing yards, so he's not throwing that many yards. No. Do you think Sean Payton – is turning it around for him, and do you think yeah. like do you think yeah, that's possible it, it, to work? When you get yeah, because you get a veteran coach, and like he cleaned it up when you heard the quote when he was like, "Stop with the fucking dangerous and this and shit." Like, stop running for office, just play fucking quarterback, you know. And, and they gutted the team. Like losing seventy to twenty was humiliating, and they've turned it around. And um, you know they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but hey, they beat the Chiefs. Uh, they're, they're a solid team now and, uh, he's a good coach. I mean, he's obviously better than Nathaniel Hackey, who is a joke. So, so, so Joe, so like, you know, we've had a lot of discussion about Sean Payton. Yeah. Is he overrated? I think he's a very good coach, but is he overrated? You can be a good coach and still be overrated. I think he's rated right where he should be. He's raised rated properly. Yeah. Okay, so Russell Wilson, obviously we've had. I want to put him like here's the guys. I want to put him up. You know, I think is the best coach, Andy Reid, in my opinion, because he's okay. won with so many different quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm not going to argue Matt. that. He's won with Vic. He's won with Alex Smith, kind of. They made the playoffs. They won ten games a couple times, and now they're doing great things with Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't put him at that level. I put him a little below that. Uh, I'm trying to think of a guy comparable to him, and I can't. Is he think. Out of, like a Mike Tomlin? 
Yeah, very good coach. I mean, they had they're like they have a great D, but no offense, but they just find ways to win. Great coach. And he he handled Antonio Brown for 10 years. We didn't know how crazy Antonio Brown was. So he got him to show up for about not 10 years, but a good six years. Yeah. So very good coach. And he's got a ring. Do you think Russell Wilson will make the Hall of Fame? Gosh. Will Joe show up? If he does. That's funny. Um, I, I, let me put this way. I think statistically, if he if he stays the path that he is right now with Sean Payton, yeah. he will because he'll, he'll be in top Very 10 in a close. lot of things. I mean, I got to say, watching Stafford yesterday, I'm like, he's a Hall of Famer. Stafford's right? an interesting one because yeah. he doesn't have like the personal Pro Bowls like a Russell Wilson, but he's going to yeah. have the stats. He had a great fourth quarter Super Bowl winning drive. Yeah. Sean McVay is such a good coach, man. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, that's where coaching matters. You know, we talk about Mike Tomlin. They have no offense. They're seven and no. four. And, yeah. and and that's they been my, they find ways to win. And that's, that's been my number one gripe. The dirt balls. know. everybody in Cincinnati knows my number one gripe on Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is a JV coach. He's a junior varsity coach. Well, like I said to you too, it's like, it's such a quarterback league that, you aren't so good when Joe Burrow's not doing Joe Burrow things. Like you're, you're very pedestrian. It's like quarterbacks can make very average coaches be legendary. Yeah. But he's not even an average coach. My my argument is we just talked about him. I I agree. Quarterbacks make guys look good. Dude, the, the Steelers are seven and four with Kenny Pickett playing. And and that's one of the greatest coaching jobs ever. I got to say Mike Tomlin's amazing, but uh, but if you look at like like your guy Zach Thomas, first Zach year Taylor. when they go like one Zach Taylor, they go one and fourteen, two and two, fifteen. Two fourteen, yeah, two yeah, fourteen. So, so, so as soon as Burrow gets going, Super Bowl, the Rams were very good. They were a very solid team. So that was a tough loss. And then, you know, they had a very tough loss. They sh- probably should have won last year. So like he got to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game. But and he now didn't. With, See, that's what I'm going to correct you. He didn't. He didn't do shit. I understand. But now with Jake Browning, they're uh, a, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Just like it goes from here to there. I mean, they just – But it, 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 but it doesn't. But that's, that's, the, that's what – but it doesn't. Look, look at the 49ers, dude. They, yeah. they, they, they have a good coach. They yeah. win with backups. Look! Look right now with Josh Dobbs. Look at Minnesota. They're winning with a backup. The Browns are winning with backups. Plenty of teams across the league win with backups if they have an identity. And that, yeah. that's something I wanted to bring up on this episode. Sure. The Bengals' identity is Joe Burrow, and that's a problem. That that's that. You know why that's a problem? Because you're so reliant on one guy. And I love Joe Burrow because he's proven yeah. me wrong in all my. Bets. I've lost. How many bets did I lose that year in the minute Super Bowl? I lost one to I you. Think you hedged uh, up, right? No, I didn't hedge that year. I, just, I I let it roll. Yeah, I but I took some money from you. You took money from me, and and I was wrong because yeah. Joe. I think I think Joe Burrow is he's that a guy. Stud, but he's he's got you know it's hard for him to stay on the field. But he yeah, is he's a, injury prone. He's a stud. But that's my point. My point is, the Steelers have an identity. Whether they have Kenny Pickett or Ben Roethlisberger or Charlie Batch or whoever's filling in, they're going to play defense and they're going to be good. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens have an identity. The Cincinnati yeah. Bengals don't have one. Their identity is Joe Burrow. So, so I see a lot of shit locally. Obviously, I live here. 
And every yeah. every dumbass Bengals fan, I shouldn't say every, but a lot of the people who drink the Kool-Aid or they'll say, uh, fucking Zach Taylor's changed the culture. No, he didn't. Joe well, Burrow. That's what I feel changed. about Belichick. That's what I feel about Brady and Belichick. Yeah, but 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 it's it's not to that level. Joe Burrow changed the culture. I I disagree. I think it's the same exact thing. It's but you know why it's not? Why? Statistically, it's not even close. We we did this I mean, before the show. Let me just say, Zach Taylor yeah. is four in twenty without Joe Burrow starting. Well, well, that's a twenty percent winning percent. Bill Belichick was five and eleven the first year of the Patriots, zero oh and two. So he's five and thirteen before Brady takes us. Yeah, but, yeah, but let's let's do his full career. He's like yeah. seventy-two and like ninety. Yeah. Now it's not the best. It's not four and twenty. But in all fairness to Zach Taylor, Burrow is really good, and the guys he's had to work with are. I mean, Jake Browning is a practice squad football player at best. I Agreed. Mean, I don't, I don't, you know, they, he hasn't gotten like a mediocre start. He hasn't had like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or who's a good player. I mean, he hasn't really, it's been Burrow or just garbage, you know, and uh, Tank. That's was why, the they, but, but that's my point about the organization. That's what, yeah. that's why I'm saying is they don't have an identity. They're still garbage. My point is everyone in Cincinnati drank the Kool-Aid and I didn't. I said Joe Burrow is the guy. It's all Joe Burrow. Yeah. Everyone drank the Kool Aid, and my buddy, my buddy always says, and I think he's, I think he's right in this. My buddy always says, and you'll agree with this, I think. He goes, "Dude, it's all about luck, and when you suck, right? Yeah. Like the Bengals sucked at the right time to get Joe yeah. Burrow. They could have so sucked true. a different year to get Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. like, it's like nothing changed within that organization where. where that, that's why I'm so critical. Well, they they lucked life. out and they got a stud and the coach that got him lucks out because it makes his 100%. job easier. And and I feel that way with Belichick and people are going to say I'm crazy, but I think you are crazy. Okay. Because I, I think... they're again, five and 13. Um, Then they go on this crazy run and now they also went 11 and five with Matt Castle. I know you're going to say that, but they had a 16 and 0 team. That's my defense. They had a, they had a loaded team. They had Moss. They had Welker. They're, they they won they won eighteen and one the year before, so they probably would have gone fifteen and one, fourteen and two that year, if Brady was healthy. But Matt Castle had a good year with Kansas City. But I know that's the one thing that everybody always says. But look, he goes to the Bucks. They win the Super Bowl. Look at the Bucks now. Nobody cares about the Bucks. I'm done with the Brady stuff. No, no, it's, no, you... very, it's very similar to Cincinnati because what you're seeing is, you know, Burrow changed the culture. Guys want to go there not for Zach Taylor. They want to go there for Joe Burrow. Like free agents, free agents don't go, oh, Zach Taylor's a coach. I but to me, it's not him. similar. Here's why. Yeah. Dude, dude he, made, he made the playoffs with the Browns, Belichick. Like, let's not forget. Sure. You made the playoffs with the Browns. Yeah. Uh, One again, time. Like, big, big deal. Zach Taylor's four and fucking 20. You just like, hate like, Zach Taylor. I don't hate him. Here's what he is. Yeah. He's not a good coach. He is. He has no right coaching in the NFL. Who do you and, want and, in there? What's that? Who do you want? If you could have a coach, would you take Ben Johnson? Would you take Belichick? Anybody. Manning, let Anybody. me ask you this. Let yeah. me ask you this. I, I take any of those guys. Sure. Name. So Taylor calls the plays and he's yeah. a, a notoriously poor play caller. Yeah. Name any coach in the league who gets hired that was a quarterback's coach. 
My point is he was the quarterback's coach. It, it was a, it was the classic Bengal move, cheap hire. And, and I want to go back to Belichick though for a second. Yeah. I know what you're saying, and I think it takes two. I think it takes Brady and Belichick to win all his titles. But, dude, he made the playoffs with Mac Jones as a rookie. Like, that was a good year. And and, I'm uh, just saying, like, 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 like. No, I I, know what you're saying. It's falling apart, and he has he has had some success. But they did get smashed by the Bills that year. They got Um, absolutely destroyed. I'm just saying, you you made we see how shitty Mac Jones is right now, and I don't think Mac Jones is going to really turn around. He still no. made the playoffs with Mac Jones as a rookie. That That's true. all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, Zach Taylor, you really can't tell because his he came in a bad situation, and now all his success is from Joe Burrow. And, you know, when you get – when you luck out and you get that number one pick that actually is good. I mean, you look at the NFL now and you see, like, Frank Wright getting fired, and, and a lot of it probably has to do with, like, there was two quarterbacks, one and two, and we took the wrong guy. And not only did we take the wrong guy, but we traded a lot of great fucking draft picks and a, a really great player in DJ Moore for the wrong quarterback. Well, that owner in Carolina, David David Tepper, he's an idiot. That yeah. that I believe is his the between he owns the MLS team too. He's fired between the NFL and the MLS team. He's fired four coaches in eighteen months. Sure, he, and he's your classic. It, it, yeah, I'll say he's your classic billionaire. He needs to stay sure. out of it, dude. You don't yep. know football. You don't know sports. You obviously are a smart businessman. Some guys let, can't. They can't. That's Jerry Jones's yeah. problem. Yep. And they're the now, same look. team. I, I mean, I never get impressed by them. I, I think there's a thing called like now it's called signature wins. And it's things like the Dolphins are missing one, the Cowboys. It's like they're Philadelphia, terrible. you you can't knock them. They go into Kansas City, they win. They shouldn't have beat Buffalo, they win. You know, they have signature wins, and then there's certain teams that you just don't believe in like Dallas or, or uh, Miami because it's like you got to win a game that you shouldn't win. Well, I you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to I was going to get to that. Yeah. You know, Tug calls them paper tigers and we always use that. We like Tug's term. Yeah. For teams like that. The Cowboys are still paper tigers to me. You've never beaten yeah. anybody good. Same thing for the Dolphins. Beat a team with a winning record. And and for me, that's why neither of those guys are legit Super Bowl contenders. My my no. only Super Bowl contenders right now. Yeah. Nothing has changed for me. It's from the NFC, it's the Eagles and the Niners. Mm-hmm. And from the AFC, it's the Chiefs and maybe Baltimore. You know, sadly, this is one of those years where it just doesn't feel like there's that team that is so dominant. Like the 49ers looked at like at the beginning of the year. And the Eagles kind of like they haven't really hit that like where they're just dominating. They're winning a lot of close games. And it just seems like one of those years where, unfortunately, the Chiefs are going to win again. Because Pat Mahomes just has enough to to finish the job, you know. When you say win the Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, I don't want to see him do it. I I can't stand them. I can't stand the Kelsey brothers. I can't stand Travis Kelsey. I'm on board. Like I never had a problem with T Swift until she ruined football for a few weeks with her garbage <laughs> bullshit. Like I'll never forget. Like Ivan Pacheco, a, a Jersey kid fucking gets his first touchdown coming home to the Meadowlands, and it's like a big moment. And what do they show? They show T-Swift. And I'm like, get this fucking asshole off my fucking TV. 
I think the NFL, they wised up real fast. Like, you just saw the comments. Like, Well, I don't think they did. She's on tour. I don't think they wised up. Yeah. She's just She'll not be there. back. It would be a nice moment, though, if, they, if she was at the Super Bowl and the Chiefs lost and she was crying. I think everybody would love that. So you think the Chiefs – see, I, I, I don't put the Chiefs as favorites to win the Super Bowl. I, I definitely put them as the favorites to make it from the AFC. Yeah. I really like the Niners. I know they had that three-game skid, but, dude, when the Niners are playing the way – They're healthy. They, they're sick. Ah. When they got Debo going and McCaffrey and Purdy does the job and their defense got better with Chase Young, I mean, yeah, I thought like, wow, they're going to win the Super Bowl, and then they went on a three-game losing streak. But I think they fixed it, and uh, they probably edge out the Eagles a little right now. It's just like – I just the only team that can give the Chiefs maybe a game are the Dolphins, and I'm just not a like Tua is like one of those guys that beats up on bad teams and then kind of has very bad games against good teams where he doesn't, you know, just ball out. What about the Ravens and the Jags from the AFC? I like the Ravens a lot. I just the problem is with them is like they've had bad playoff runs, so. You know, the one year they were supposed to 2019, they had a loaded team first, you know, first uh first seed in there. They got shelled fast. You know, people are like MVP year, yeah. Yeah. So you don't really know because they haven't done well in the playoffs when they've made it. But uh their their defense is sick. Lamar's playing great. They and you know, they add all these great weapons on as wide receiver. I mean, their wide receivers are great. Flowers has been great, Bateman, and then Odell's been really good. Brandon's so, boy. Yeah. So they lost Andrews. That's going to hurt him. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think they'll give Kansas City a game. I just worry about Harbaugh sometimes that he overthinks and he'll start going for fourth downs when he shouldn't. They've done that a few times against the Chiefs, you know, thinking they got to score a lot of points. Um, But, yeah, they can do it. What about the Jags, though, man? Jags, I like. I just don't think they're ready this year. But they're not there yet. They're, they're a year or two away. But I love. I love. I thought. You know, it's wild. It's like usually the AFC South is the shittiest division. I never really watched those games, but I was watching Jacksonville and 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 Houston was a great game. It was one of the better games of the of the uh, week. Yeah, man. CJ Stroud is. Uh, I think he's a real deal. Can I talk about the great Tommy DeVito? Go for it. I love him. I think it's the wildest shit ever. Did you ever see the movie Basketball? Yeah, of course. So remember, like, they're playing, like, teams, and they're all, like, stereotypes, and they play a team from, like, New Jersey, and they're all, like, guidos, and they're wearing, like, wife beaters and shit. Yeah. He is, like, if if your home team had, a like, all guys that played that were actually from the home team. He's kind of like that. Cause he's a total like Jersey Italian guy. Like, did you see his father would like, they do this and everything. It's wild. <laughs> it's like, because like we get so involved, like how many, how many guys on the Bengals are actually from Cincinnati? Yeah. Not that many. Probably zero, probably zero on any team. No, there, you know, no there, one there's or two guys. Yeah. There's a few. So like it's wild to see like the he's the most stereotypical like he lives with his mom she makes him feel scalapini it's fucking great I mean I don't know how long he's gonna last but you know what like 
Well, I know Prado's not liking it, right? He wants to lose all the games to get a higher pick. Yeah, well, that that you know that was that was a sloppy ass game, but I bet on the Giants, so I bet against my Patriots, so I was happy. Um, I, I, he's fun to watch because it's like he's such an underdog, and he's 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 a Jersey guy. Yeah, I'm watching the. Uh... We started watching. I mean, that's like if like the the Rams quarterback was like an actor and he had like auditions or something, you know, or like Boston, the Patriots had like their quarterback was like the biggest mass hall of all time, you know. Yeah, well, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's an interesting story. Th- that's for sure. Yeah, I-, I was about to say I started. We started watching the uh, what is it on Netflix? Getting Gotti. Yeah, speaking of that's Italian. Good. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Of course, I watched the first episode. Did you? When I when I lived in New York, I grew up there. I used to tell people, which is obviously a lie. I used to tell them that my uncle was John Gotti when I was in high school. Bro, Just you for couldn't, shits and giggles. dude. Did they believe you? No, but I was like, yeah, my uncle's John Gotti. And they're like, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, I, mean, I swear to God, you look so Jewish. <laughs> like, like, would anybody think you're Italian? No, but that was the funny part about it. Because I'm be, i like, dude, you better not like make fun of me because my uncle's John Gotti and he'll fucking smoke you. And they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, I'll call him right now. Who's calling you right now? I don't fucking know. I should put my, I should put my phone on silent. Yeah. Well, why you do that, guys? Yeah. We're talking all these NFL games. The thing I love to do when I'm watching NFL games is crush butcher box and more importantly i love to crush their wings mm. maddie i love absolutely love chicken wings when i'm watching me games. too right like like you yeah. can't beat chicken wings while you're watching games let me ask you a question go for they've it. gotten so expensive yeah like it's it, like i want to order wings i can't it's almost like a shortage of wings or something well, guess what? This yeah. is where this comes in. It's funny you say that because I've been crushing Butcher Box and their wings because right now, Dirt Balls, if you sign up today at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty and use code dirty, you get free chicken wings for a year. Damn. Yeah. And they're good, free, right? They're great. Free chicken oh wings God, for a year. I, I, I throw them in the air fryer, yeah. put a little barbecue sauce on them. So that's three pounds of free-range organic chicken wings in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty and use code dirty. To me, nothing goes better with football than chicken wings on Sunday. Dip them in a little blue cheese. Mm. Guys, free for a year. So once again, sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty and use code dirty to get free chicken wings for a year that sounds so good yeah i i I, that that really is one of my go-tos i love i love me some chicken wings while i'm watching the games now are you a blue cheese or are you a uh i'm one of the weirdest guys i use no sauce no sauce i love buffalo wings but no like blue cheese or or i don't like that i just go straight for the fucking i love wings though that doesn't surprise me Oh God, football wings, you can't get better than that. Yeah. You guys don't talk any college, huh? 
You can talk a little college. Saturday was amazing. I mean, there was three incredible games, like, back to back to back. I mean, I just can't get into it, man. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, it will get better when there's a uh, 12-team playoff, but it's been a good year. But, but like, for me, it's just such a fraud. Like, if the whole thing is is a sham, yeah, like, how can I get into it? Now I did well, watch the, the end. Part? What's the sham part? The NCAA. Yeah. Like the NFL has its problems, but like the NCAA as an institution is the biggest joke ever. Like, like See, you I know don't the give NCAA. a fuck. I just like the. I, I don't. I just like the. Action. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I like March Madness. That's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if there's only four teams that can make it. Now, don't get me wrong. I did put on the end of that L or the uh, Arizona Aub- or Arizona Alabama, Alabama Auburn game was insane. Yeah. And that was insane. Fourth and 30. I had the over and it hit on that play. And I was like, I lost a bet. Now, do I bet a lot of money? We make fun of me. I put 20 bucks on it. That's that's a good amount for Matty G. But, like, I won on that last play, so that was beautiful. But it was, you know, I was ready to rip up the ticket. Uh, but then the, the, the game with uh, Washington and Washington State, I mean, that was intense, and then Michigan beating Ohio State. Uh, it was a great game. I mean, uh, I, I love the NFL more, but the NFL, like, obviously everybody's talking about the officiating. Like, I mean, the, the Buffalo-Philly game, there was a lot of fucking calls against the Bills, and it, it, it like, makes you think, but I, I just don't want to go there all the time, you know? Well, well, my, my thing with college is, and I said this before last yeah. last week, like neither Michigan nor Ohio State have played that many good teams this year, no, and they're always they ranked high. Yeah. So, so my, my point is like I can't get into your sport if you're already start the year in a top five, and you haven't beaten anybody to really prove that you're good. Why are you a top five team? That's my that's where I struggle a lot with the sport. They it's 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 wild how many cupcakes they put at the beginning of the year because the first two or three games. You know, playing your conference, and you can schedule any game, and and it sucks that Michigan and yeah, I'm I'm kind of a bandwagon Michigan guy, but yeah, they schedule the easiest games in the world, and I I'm totally against that. It used to not be like that. They used to play like Notre Dame, uh, like the second week of the year, and they're not in their yeah. conference. It was a lot tougher. Now they play like Middle Tennessee State or some garbage Hawaii, you know, and it's just like. They're, they're, they're glorified scrimmages, and you'd next year will be different because the Pac-12 is going into the Big Ten. So you got to play, you got to play USC, you got to play Washington, you got to play Oregon. I mean, Oregon is a fucking good team. I, I might put some money on a future on them. Well, um, and, and also, I want to bring up the Harbaugh thing. Yeah, I mean, I've laughed, dude. Dude, people are acting like he was wrongly accused of murder and he's on death row. Like the, the notion, Matt, and I've said this on the show, yeah. the notion that Jim Harbaugh had no clue about a guy who's literally, I don't know if you've watched the video and seen pictures. Sure, I've seen a literally little bit. on the sidelines yeah. of all these games. He had no clue. And well, there also, no, they, there's videos of like them knowing like the whole bench. is. I like know. This yes. For I, I played him on the show. That's my point. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the notion that, like, dude, I watched the very end of that game. I fell asleep. I was taking a nap because mm-hmm. my daughter was yeah. sleeping. So I was like, I'm going to try to catch some Z's now. Yeah. The reaction with those Michigan players 
is hilarious. It, Dude, it, it's like Harbaugh died. Yeah, we did this for Coach Jim. Like he's dying yeah. of cancer. I know. Dude, he's a fucking cheater. And by the way, I love Harbaugh. I think you should go yeah. back to the NFL. I love Harbaugh. I'm a huge. I think he'll be back next year. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of both Harbaugh brothers. I think they're both yeah. great coaches. It's yes. like I'm a fan of Harbaugh's. He knew something was going on. And, and these guys get on the podium, and then the, the guy filling in, the interim coach, I'm like, we did this. And he's, they're all crying. I'm like, you're a bunch of fucking cheaters. Well, the dumb thing about it is for nine of the ten games, you can literally line up and beat the other team. Like, your talent is so much better than everybody else. Yeah. So, like, you only really need to cheat for, like, maybe two or three games. You can literally line up and run the ball every game and just manhandle all these teams for the most part, except for maybe Ohio State and and going into the playoffs. And, yeah, it, it is weird because when you get caught, you first are like, you deny it. And then when there's a lot of evidence, then you're like, well, I can't really talk about it. That's how it goes. Will he coach in the playoffs? Yeah, he's going to coach this Friday, Saturday. As of now. So, so who's the best team this year? Uh, you know, Georgia's pretty damn good, but it's hard to win all these games. I really think Oregon is coming on. I think they're going to beat Washington. I feel bad for Washington because they're a fun team. But to beat Oregon twice is going to be really hard. And they're kind of just getting by somehow in these games. And uh, I think Oregon is like, in my opinion, I think they have a really good chance to win it all. Like Oregon, who's never won Georgia. it all. Yeah. I'm going to go Oregon. I think Knicks has been sick. Their defense has been good. Their coach is a total douchebag. But Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole thing with Dion was just so stupid. We're here for – they're here for clicks. We're here for wins. That was so cheesy. I'm like – you're doing it on TV. You know what you're doing, dude. You're here for clicks too, buddy. I mean, that Brandon speech a, is, yeah. Brandon did a great riff on that. He's like, Oregon, yeah. here for clicks. You guys literally are found like, like Nike. All you guys are is clicks and uniforms, and you're, you're yeah. backed by Nike. And like, at Joe's point, which was funny, I think that's the title of the episode, Oregon was the original Colorado with all their Nike stuff. Sure. And they're, they wear like eight different uniforms this season. Yeah. They should just go back to the classic. I love like the classic green and yellow from like the eighties and nineties. That's my favorite variation of them. But uh, well, I, was reading, I, was reading, I was reading an article in the wall street journal. I was talking about like Washington state mm. and it's just sad. Like Washington state and Oregon state with the PAC 12 basically dissolving. Yeah, they have no home. It's like, but see, that's why I have problems with college football. It's like at the end of the day, these are universities. And they don't give a shit about education. No. Like we gotta like, just be honest that they're there for football. They're there for like, football, like, but not just that. My point is the universities in general, dude, you're literally a money making, you're tax exempt. You you don't actually care about look, a higher I, I could care less if any of these fucking kids go to class. I couldn't give a shit. They're just do your thing, buddies. Like you're there for football. They should just be honest about it. Like, you know, do what you gotta do, but like we know they're not, you know, taking real classes. They're there for football, and and they do a good job. And they sacrifice their bodies and shit. And I don't care. I just think the games are good, man. I thought I was. I I'm Saturday. I was entertained. Sunday. I was entertained. I do got to say, YouTube go. is doing a great job with the ticket. The four. The four squares is amazing. Oh, YouTube TV. Yeah, I'm a fan it's of it. It's so much better. It's helping me gamble because I get to watch. 
I get to see all the fucking games. Yeah. You know, like you, you're like, I never watched like Arizona or Seattle. And now you watch them every week and you're like, Oh, well, there's things here. There's things there that I never seen. I know. What do you think about the lions, man? God, that was a tough loss. It's like I, I you, you root for them. You want them to win. You have fun with them. But like the defense is just getting worse and worse. You know, it's just like the defense is regressing and it seems like golf now is regressing a little. And they're in like a, a, a kind of a tough spot. I mean, the Winter Division, I think they're going to be okay there. But like, as far do as they win a playoff a- game, do they win a playoff game? It's going to be. If close. they win their division, they're going to have a home playoff game. Yeah, and it'll be close, and it'll be it'll be like the Vikings last year, where they kind of came out of nowhere and they had a bad game versus the Giants. So they got to do something good this year because I think losing Ben Johnson, which they will lose. Like, I don't know what will happen after that because he does seem like an offensive genius that, that Campbell smart enough to like put it in his hands. And when they lose that, it's going to be really fucking tough. Are they the, like if you're ranking the worst overall organizations, and I'm not yeah. saying this year. Yeah. Are the Lions still a leader based on their history? No. I, I mean, it, just seems, it, it, it runs in the movie Major League. You know, they're kind of like the Major League story where they're the worst team. They're embarrassing. They went 0-16, and, and then this guy comes in, and it, like, turns it around, and the whole city's going nuts. But you got to finish the job, you know? And, yeah, but and you answer just, my question. Then who – I'm talking right now, because to me, until you win a playoff game, yeah. the Browns won one recently. The Bengals sure. have made a push recently. I'd argue the, the worst overall – we just talked about Barry Sanders – and yeah. Calvin Johnson retiring. I'd say the Lions are still number the Jets one. Jets are pretty bad. I mean, the Jets are cursed. True. And it's like this year, you know, not to have a backup plan. Van Rodgers got hurt was pretty embarrassing. And it they had a lot of talent. They had the hard knocks. It was a great, uh, great four episodes. You're hyped up. You you want to root for them. You want to root for Aaron Rodgers. And just the way that like the season has gone down, it's like the same old bullshit Jets, you know. And I think they could be the worst Do right they now. Fire Robert Sala. See, it's tough because I believe he turned the defense down. I, I, I mean, he turned the defense around. So it's like, how do you fire a guy? I mean, you had a plan. You had Aaron Rodgers, and like that look on his face when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, like. It just it's, it haunts me in my head. It looked like George Bush when he found out about 9-11. <laughs> Ironically, that game was played on 9-11 too. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the, the look on his – like it, it was like the whole place. Like they hyped this up. You watch Hard Knocks. It was like the Aaron Rodgers show. And then, bang, you're back to Zach Wilson. Who you had the Jets making the Super Bowl. I bought in that hard. They could have. Their defense is sick. They've given yeah. up, but their defense has been incredible for them to win four games. Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. What happens to Zach Wilson? He'll probably be a backup for a few years and then be a male model or something. I don't know. He just doesn't have any fucking brains. He's the he's like you have to be somewhat intelligent to play quarterback. He, he just doesn't have any sort of like feel for the game. Yeah. It's, it's sad, crazy man. how bad he is. And, and the thing about him is like, if you just like put him on a field, 
he can do like crazy shit that Pat Mahomes can do. He just can't figure out the game, like the, the easy throws, the easy reads, the controlling the game. He just has he just doesn't understand it. It's tough to watch, and also, like you said, yeah. the hype around them, you're just like, man. It's this bizarre. Is, this is rock bottom. It's the worst nightmare that can happen because you put all your eggs on Aaron Rodgers. He's coming to New York. You got a top five quarterback of all time to save your team. You got a lights out D. You got a young running back. You got a great young wide receiver. And then in like four plays, you're back to Zach Wilson. It's like, it's over. All right. So give me your Super Bowl. Who plays? See, I hate the Chiefs, but gun to my head right now, I'm going to say Chiefs and 49ers. But I do think like the Eagles 49ers, if they play in the conference championship, it comes down to a field goal. Did you see the Niners are right now favorites? Yeah. In Philly this week. Yeah. Early, early three point favorites. I love the 49ers there. You know what? You know what I learned. I the one thing I learned about and it's helping me gambling. Even though the the Urban Meyer documentary sucked and was just a fluff piece on him. Yeah, I couldn't what watch I it. What, what I realized was the games that they win and the games that they lose. Sorry, I'm just watching the Vikings and Bears. The games that I win and the games that they lose are all revenge games from the next year. So like when they lose to a team. They spend all like offseason, like we're gonna fucking beat that team next year. And the teams they lost to, they beat the year before pretty good. So I know like the 49ers have this game on their calendar. I know that the Eagles had the Chiefs game on their calendar, so they were gonna win. It's so hard for the Eagles to win this game. To win three tough games in a row ain't gonna happen. 49ers are had an easy game on Thanksgiving. Coming in with a couple extra days rest, put your money on the 49ers. You and the Eagles are a first. great team. Yeah. It's just no, so hard. Sure. They, they shouldn't have beat the Bills. I know. It's crazy that Jalen Hurts is still the MVP fave, and he just has so many damn turnovers. You know, he's playing hurt, and he just finds ways to win, though. I got to I got it. Yeah, he does. He's uh, – he's, he's, Awesome. And, and and the thing is, like, when he got benched in college, I thought he was terrible, and I thought he was awful. And I've never seen a guy, you know, usually a guy gets benched in college, they're done. Not only did he get better, he got he got incredible. You know, he took it, and he had a good attitude. You saw him on the sidelines helping out Tua, and now he's he is what he is. And uh, I hate to say it, he's really, really good. No, he is. It's, it's a great success story, especially yeah. dealing with adversity. Yep. I mean, Maddie. it's hard to get benched. It's humiliating. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was uh, it was, it was, was great to be back with you. Um, I just want to wish you guys a happy 1,000 show and much love to Joe and Tug and, and all the other boys and Andy and I, uh, a couple other guys and the interns from back in the day. Uh, Scabelli, always a sweet guy. Um <laughs> Nick Del Sanjo is a genius. I think he's got a really big job with the Jazz or something. Yeah, he works for Utah Jazz. Incredible. Uh, there was another kid, Nick. Was it? What was the name? I forget his name. He was a 
he was a good looking kid. I Trevor. forget his name. Yeah, Trevor. Yeah, you say that with such disdain. <laughs> but uh, it, it's been a good ride, and, and uh, he who cannot be named, uh, much love, and uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're healthy. And uh, how great is that clip? How great was that clip? It's incredible. There's so much going on. It's like, it's like, it's like a man breaking down, you know, and, and like so uh, sadly unaware that he's crying for help, even though he's insulting you. Oh, 100%. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Poor did you guy. know? Did you know a derp? Did you know the story about the dirt ball who? totaled a car on my parents yeah i know that story yeah yeah and then totaled his car into a telephone pole yeah on your street i never told my parents about that jeez yeah didn't they, was... like, didn't they knock the power out of the whole street or something <laughs> no but it, it was uh it was a classic memory I, i'll tell you what man it's coming up and dirt balls if you want to be a part of it Thousandth episode, the live taping is in New Orleans, December sixteenth. We're less than three weeks away. I'm coming out of retirement. I'm going to host two comedy shows. We're going to have a live podcast before that. Prano's going to headline the comedy shows. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Are I you guys been... going to the Giants and Saints? Yeah, we're going to go to the Giants and Saints game the next day. You're going to bring out the Italian flag, have a little chicken scalpini, chicken parmigiana for our boy <laughs> Tommy DeVito. Yeah, we Have should. you seen his father? You know what? I'll be honest. Since Tommy Vito started playing, I, I really haven't watched the Giants that much. You got to watch – look up his father tailgating. It's wild. Like he's got the cigar. Oh, my, bro. See? <laughs> he's doing the Italian move. Yeah, right? Oh, bro, this is unbelievable. I told you. This is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, how can you not root for the guy? Where did he go to college? Uh, He went to Syracuse, and then he transferred to Illinois for, like, the COVID year. He had a decent career. I mean, I remember him playing. He was a little undersized, and – you know, you, you he was like a decent college quarterback, but you're you're not like he's a pro prospect. Yeah. But uh he's making the most of his opportunity. I, I think he can be like a Taylor Heineke type guy for six to eight years. Hey man, that's a nice little career making it is and his dad his dad can be like my soul played on the my home giants, you know? Like how many guys can say that their kid played on the home team? Yeah, I think that's it's a great a hell story. Of a story. Even though Matty, they're where, where can people find you? You're on Instagram still. Yeah, at Manny Goldberg. You know, I got off Twitter because I think it's just very uh it's toxic. It was toxic in the sense where it's just people arguing, like people have one side and the other side, and they're just like fuck you, and it's like nothing ever gets done. I'm like, I gotta get out of this world. So I'm on Instagram. I like putting up dog pictures and food pictures. Maybe I'll put up a picture of my beef and broccoli tonight which I'm going to try to make, which will probably fail at Maddie Goldberg. Very simple. Um, that's probably the best place. I'm on threads, but I never use it. I don't know anybody uses threads, but uh, at Maddie Goldberg on Instagram and, and uh, say hello. I mean, there's, I always get nice messages from dudes, you know, it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, Maddie, it's been a pleasure. 
glad to have you and uh glad we could do this thanks for your patience guys like i said just dealing with some some things at home with uh baby girl so yeah i think joe will be live with me on thursday from hawaii nice yeah so i think he'll be back which island is he on the main one i don't don't know it's it's like i uh i asked him a time difference i think it's five hours from you are you in the east coast yeah, I'm in the East Coast technically, yeah. so I know. I got a visit, man. I got a fucking visit. I've we got more than enough. We got more than enough room here. Yeah, baby girl needs to meet Uncle Maddie. Yeah, Uncle Maddie. I got you know. I got a niece and a nephew. I know the struggle. My niece and nephew were sick from like one. You know, you go to school, it's just like germs city, and always sick, always getting their parents sick. It's just part of the game, man. Yeah, like, it's, no, uh, it is. It is, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to, uh, like I like I was telling my girl, I was like, we just got to survive through this shit and, 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 yeah. and deal with it. But uh, you got to visit. A few more years, but it's worth it, you know? Well, it's- the good news is they just legalized marijuana here too, Maddie. So oh, yeah. when you visit, that should be up and running. Yeah, I do the, I do the edibles at night. I watch my stuttering John. He's my favorite podcast. I'll plug that. Stuttering John podcast. If you guys don't know him, he was on the Howard Stern show 30 years ago. He's 58. He's drunk on the internet, threatening to fight people, threatening to curse people. I sent you a clip of him talking about his hemorrhoids. I mean, it's just the wildest shit ever. And every comment is insulting him. Like imagine if every comment you have was like, you drunk loser, blah, blah, blah. You're this, you're that. And he's like, Fuck you! It's it's like right up my alley. Do you do edibles every night? Every night at nine thirty. Right now, recently, I'm rewatching Entourage the whole way through. And like, I got watch what they did. What's that? In like today's cancel culture, what they did on that show? Oh my god! There's so many things you can't say or do. Yeah, every every joke, I'm like, yeah, that won't fly today. How many milligrams do you take every night? I'm up to 30. Jesus, I'd be dead. See, I started at 10 and then you just grow a tolerance. So 30 you 30 milligrams a night. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you pretty baked? Like, what's that? Are you pretty stoned? When I do that? Yeah. I'll call you one time. <laughs> Text me, I'll call you, you'll see. It's wild. Oh, love like, it. Like I just start saying crazy shit. I mean, I say crazy shit now, but imagine me on 30. And I'll watch like uh, Stuttering John. And I'll just, you know, you just die laughing because it's just, I'm like, this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> Amazing. Maddie, well, thanks for, ha- thanks for, <laughs> I can't just Thank talk. you. And thanks, Joe. And, and, and congratulations to you guys. And I love you both. And it's a long journey, man. We're, we, you know, you've grown up, you got a kid. I'm still the same jerk off, but it's all good. Hey man, I'm still the same jerk off too. That's just because I became a dad doesn't mean I'm still That's not true. a fucking That's jerk true. off. Well, you Maddie, thanks for doing bangles. it. What's that? You still hate those bangles. Uh, I just, I just, I think I'm a realist. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. Anyway, all right, man, we're going to wrap it up. Guys, thanks for listening. Great to have Maddie a part of this. And uh, we'll be back on Thursday with Prano. Have a great start to your week. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>